Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Nicholas Upchurch and welcome to Believe. Here's an excellent clip from our show where we help you to attain true success. I hope you enjoy. We're going to move over to our next topic here, true success. And that is understanding the eight stages of conscious evolution. Now this is interesting. Have you ever taken a moment and thought to yourself, just how conscious am I? Like, do I truly, truly, truly know myself? Don't feel bad if you haven't really gotten that far. You know, we're only human. We truly are. And as humans, we definitely tend to have very distorted and biased perceptions, especially when it comes to that of ourselves. We seem to see ourselves in very weird ways. It's really easy to feel, um, feel completely zen. And like, you know, you've transcended all levels of stress after, you know, reading a spiritual book or taking a yoga class or something. And this is why it's so crucial to have reference points. You want to understand your growth. They kind of tell us, what it is, they tell us where it is. And you need time to objectively reflect as to where you're at and to where you're going. So we're gonna dive into these amazing, amazing stages to um, conscious evolution. Based off of Justin Freeman's research paper, Mapping the Evolution of Consciousness, a Holistic Framework for Psycho-Spiritual Development. We're going to discuss these eight stages. And we're going to start with number one. Life happens to me. This is the externalization. This is the thought process. Life happens to me. And, and of course, that statement is externalizing. Patterns of externalization and an overall victim mentality. That's what, if you're in this stage, then that's, that's what basically what you see. The dominant emotions of this stage are fear and disdain, hopelessness, a belief that life cannot be trusted and, and you are the victim. Everything is happening to you. In this stage, blame is placed on other individuals, society, the government, nature, disease, um, and other elements that are believed to be outside of one's conscious control or influence. And the motivating force of stage one is truly safety and security. That's what, you are, that's what you're aiming for. That's what you're kind of scattered around looking for. So that's, a, that's the very lowest level um, of consciousness where you're where everything is kind of about, more so about, it's about you definitely, but it's about how other people have affected you. And you're not really there focusing on you and you know taking control in a sense. It's all about the outside forces. It's all about the external forces. And a mantra for evolution when it comes to stage one is God does not play dice with the universe. That was said by Albert Einstein. The second stage of consciousness is life happens, life happens by me. And this is more of control. Individuals realize that they have some degree of control in this stage, still motivated by fear and survival. For example, a great example, war is an extension, I'm sorry, of this stage of consciousness, control. The enemy is perceived as a threat. And because of this, people believe that they are morally justified to kill, eliminate or repress that enemy. We know you're at this level if you truly, truly believe, you know, or, you're, or you justify our attacks, you know, on Syria 
and, you know, little things like that. Or if you have any kind of negative opinion about, you know, Muslims having never actually talked to or interacted with them. That's a great, I really wanted to, I don't want to use the word great, but it is, you know, it is an example um, of possibly being at this, at this level, at this second level of consciousness where, you know, you're, you're all about control. And this level of awareness is cut off from the following deeper understanding. Life is not random. It's not a random series of events over which control must be exerted. But a deeper reflection of internal, internal, I'm sorry, psychodynamics of a person's own mind and consciousness. Love that. And a mantra for evolution that goes with this stage, if you bring forth what is within you, then that which is within you will be your salvation. If you do not bring forth what is within you, then that which is within you will destroy you. That's actually taken from Gnostic Gospels. So that's the second stage where you're focused on, you're more so focused on control. And yes, maybe you're moving out of, you know, my whole thing, but you're still very much, you're still very much attached to disdain. You're just, you're, you're, you know, you're attached to fear. You're attached to pointing fingers rather than actually taking control yourself. You hear a lot of that when it comes to the, the explanation of war. It's more about pointing fingers. And when, it, it, when you take control so that you can have the control so that you can make the decisions. It doesn't, it's, it's, it's still a very low level of consciousness. And you're still, you still need to move up the ladder to understanding yourself and to understanding, you know, others even. So number three, life happens in me. And this is the creator mindset. Finally, the individual begins to understand the direct connection between their own perceptions, beliefs, and emotional state and the conditions of their life, relationships, experiences, and reality as a whole. You start to see those connections and you realize, you know, if you're falling off here, that's why things are falling off here. And you start to see things on a much bigger, bigger holistic scale. The level of consciousness is represented by a fundamental shift from disempowerment to empowerment. You're taking control and you're owning it. And it's for yourself. <laughs> in order to fully complete this stage, an individual must undergo a deep transformational process that includes the purging of all perceptual distor um, distortions, limiting beliefs, for example, and the healing or the release of all emotional wounds and traumas, truly letting it go. This is a hard stage to, to pass for sure. The emergence of consciousness into later stages is observed in direct proportion to this evolution, the evolution of the individual through this process of a deep inner healing and transformational work. So what I just said there was the evolution or the emergence of consciousness, right, through the other stages of evolution, it's in direct proportion to this stage. How deeply, you know, how far... How, how, how deeply you truly went inwards during this, um, during this stage. If you truly let go, if you truly transformed all of those things, you're just making the way for the next stages to come. So a mantra for this evolution is what looks outside. I'm so sorry. Who looks outside dreams? Who looks inside awakens? That was said by Carl Jung. 
Moving on to uh, number four, life happens for me. You are now looking at life as a receiver. In this stage, we see the evolution of the self into the beginnings of deep joy and peace. One begins to understand that there is an intelligent flow operating in every moment, guiding the evolution of consciousness on both an individual and a collective level through what could be dualistically termed positive and negative experiences. The individual realizes here that even in great suffering, there is great wisdom and potential for expansion and evolution and that nothing is out of place ever has been or ever will be. It's an amazing stage to come to, honestly. Um, and the mantra for evolution for this stage is life will give you whatever experience is most helpful for the evolution of your consciousness. How do you know this is the experience you need? Because this is the experience you are having at the moment. That was said by Eckhart Tolle. I love that one as well. And number five. <clears throat> Life happens through me. You are now stepping into the philosopher uh, perspective and way of life. The individual begins to understand and observe that the universe is evolving itself through them, through me, through you, through all of us. The individual begins to realize that all perceived suffering or negative events are rather a created or called into their reality by aspects of their own consciousness in an effort to be resolved and transcended as part of their individual evolution and as part of their larger collective evolution, or B, it exists due to their conscious or unconscious resistance to what is unfolding, which is essentially a resistance of oneself. So they're either putting, into, in, putting it into place or it was called into place because this is the actual natural steps of their evolution and they're going, th they're going about it in the process that it should be, or they're resisting it and so they're being, either way, they're being forced into it because everything that we experience, we are supposed to be experiencing. And when you resist it, it only pushes you further. Individuals in stage five live more through their intuition as intuition becomes clearer and clearer as you move up through each stage. So the mantra for evolution for stage five is everything in the universe is within you. Ask all from yourself, said by Rumi. That is so true. Everything in the universe is truly within us. <laughs> Number six is the concept of life is me. Now you're becoming the sage. At this stage of awareness, the individual begins to understand that reality does not exist independent of consciousness. And therefore, consciousness or awareness, if you prefer, is the causative factor of the universe and all that exists. That consciousness is creating all of reality. It is consciousness itself that is reality. Individuals in this stage experience a profound sense of unity and oneness with everything. When an individual fully enters and embodies this stage of awareness, they're their simple presence itself became, becomes a transformative experience for others around them. Often they become teachers or leaders or dedicate their lives um, in service to others. 
or they seek solitude to spend time um, and introspection. Although there are many who just choose to live normal lives. <clears throat> Life is me. Love that. Mantras for this evolution are you are an aperture through which the universe is looking at and exploring itself, said by Alan Watts. The second one is stop acting so small. You are the universe in ecstatic motion, said by Rumi. That's a beautiful one. You are the universe in ecstatic motion. Wow. Number seven, I am infinite. You become the avatar. Individuals at this stage of growth begin to transcend the physicality within which we are all proverbially trapped um, into until we reach this point, until we understand that we are spiritual creatures. Individuals at this stage perceive and know themselves to be limitless and are in various substages of actualizing that reality beyond a simple intellectual understanding. Meaning that individuals begin to harness consciousness. They control, harness conscious control over their process by directing their awareness in such a way through belief, emotion, thought, visualization, the manipulation of energy, intent, accessing transpersonal aspects of the self, and likely other mechanisms not yet discovered, as to be able to make use of their higher order, that quantum transpersonal ability of the self. So they're moving way past the physical, way past the physical. And a mantra for evolution uh, for this stage is reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one, said by Albert Einstein. I love that. It truly is an illusion, but we have to truly work through that. We have to continuously just keep on pushing through to, to, to let this, to, you know, for this illusion to actually dissipate, for us to truly become connected to what is real. It's a lot of work, a lot of stages as well. And for the uh, eighth and final stage, it's the understanding that I am energy. And so now you move into the mystic, shamanic um, understandings. Individuals who reach this stage, they tap into the phenomena like the ability to project consciousness across space and time, which encompasses the ability to see, experience, and remember aspects of the self existing in other dimensions of time, past, present, and future. The ability to interact with and communicate with other forms of consciousness, such as plants, animals, objects, and consciousness not currently existing in physical form as well as the ability to intuitively pick up sensory data beyond the limits of the physical senses, and the ability to feel, read, manipulate, and project subtle energy that is otherwise unperceivable to those in lower levels of consciousness and virtually unrecordable with current scientific instrumentation. Those who have near-death experiences as well as those who use psychedelic drugs or plant medicines, they're often able to have highly embodied firsthand experiences of this state of awareness, pre-development into this stage, giving them a proverbial taste of this reality without necessarily having done the psycho-spiritual uh, foundational work necessary, of course, to experience this stage organically 
And therefore, they can often lack a deeper understanding of the larger framework, um, exactly what's happening, along with the ability to maintain um, a, you know, an actual understanding um, beyond a transitory phenomenon, of course. Still, nonetheless, forever, they are changed by the experience. You know, it's very similar. Um, Near-death experiences and psychedelic experiences. Um, A mantra for evolution is we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience, said by Pierre Chardin. So those are your eight stages of evolution um, or conscious evolution. And I'd love to know, where are you? You know, the descriptions here are objectively laid out for you to truly, truly make it easy uh, for you to be honest with yourself and figure out where you are. It's helpful to accept where you are right now while continuously, you know, learning and growing and, and moving through those stages. But don't resist where you are. You're not limited to one stage either. You know, chances are that you're dipping, you know, into a few different stages on a regular basis. I know that I am. I found myself, I found myself um, in a few different of those categories because I know that I have understandings, of course, but maybe I haven't fully tapped into all of those, all of those things. But I know that probably some of us are in between a few different stages. But it should be fairly apparent as to what stage that you are definitely grounded in as far as maybe that next stage you're truly not there yet. So definitely look deeper, look deeper. This framework is so beautiful because it allows you to effectively calibrate where you are. It naturally creates self-awareness and awareness is the first step towards, you know, any change, transformative and, you know, in and itself or not. So I truly encourage you to read the full paper, um, Mapping the Evolution of Consciousness, a Holistic Framework for Psycho-Spiritual Development by Justin Farmar. You can find the full um, the full paper. You can actually download it for free on www.flowconsciousnessinstitute.com slash research. Um, so yeah, totally, totally look further into understanding your stages of consciousness. Where are you? And has this, has this topic helped you get a better understanding of who you are or who we are, you know, as people on this planet? Um, I really, really hope so. And I truly hope that you check out um, the rest of that study and the rest of that paper.